Hello, villager. You are listening to Brewster's Roost, an Animal Crossing podcast. This is episode number 39 for March 2021. On this episode, I'm going to cover the list of bugs and fish in the northern and southern hemisphere for March, and I'm going to talk about some of the events that are happening this month as well. We are rapidly approaching the one-year anniversary of Animal Crossing New Horizons, so we're going to talk about that, and I'm going to talk a little bit about some non-Animal Crossing-related news as well. So press those French presses, get your favorite brew going, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, villager. You're listening to Brewster's Roost, an Animal Crossing podcast. It's time to grab your favorite blend of coffee, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. March, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of Brewster's Roost. I must say I'm a little bit late in recording this episode for the month of March, but it is March 8th while I'm recording this, and I want to let you know that I just hopped onto my island for today, and the grass in the northern hemisphere is bright and green. For the last week, it's been that dullish gray type of a brown color, and it's been kind of gross, to be honest with you. I didn't, I didn't really like that color, but now we're green, we're popping, and everything is looking pretty vibrant. And I know it's going to get a little bit more vibrant as we go on, but right now the visuals on the island of Hollow Cove is popping. So here in the northern hemisphere, like I said, it is starting to be springtime, so you have all of your seasonal DIY recipes to look forward to with the young spring bamboo. So make sure you get your tools out and start cracking that bamboo so you get your young spring bamboo. If you don't have any bamboo planted on your island, you could always take a mystery tour and hop on uh, the Dodo Airlines and go to a Nook Island. And every once in a while, you'll cross one that has just bamboo everywhere. So you'll really get your fill of spring bamboo there. So with Animal Crossing releasing almost a year ago, this is basically where the islands were at when we started. So you do have some time, a little bit of extra time to get that spring bamboo. But make sure you keep your eyes out for a lot of those DIYs that we were probably not able to get last year because the time was pretty short. One of the things I kind of got away from doing for a little while was going over some of the villager birthdays. But since I have one of my favorite villagers birthdays this month, which it already did pass, I'm going to cover some of those. And I know, like I said, we're a little bit late here, but... On the very first week in March, on March 1st, you have Coco's birthday, and on March 2nd, we celebrated Barold's birthday. That was a fun time. I headed over to his house first thing in the morning and gave him his present, and I loved it. He was just dancing around in there all day, and we had a good time. So happy birthday, Barold, on March 2nd. March 3rd, we have Bon Bon's birthday. March 4th was Anchovy's birthday. March 5th was Gala's birthday. March 6th was Chavra's birthday, and March 7th was Molly's birthday. And for the week that we're in while I'm recording this, it is March 8th, which is today, and that is Zucker's birthday. Tomorrow, March 9th, is Cyrano's birthday. The 10th is Judy's birthday. The 11th is Hopkins' birthday. The 12th is Midge's birthday. The 13th is Megan's birthday. And the 14th is Dottie's. I have Dottie on my island, so I'm going to be celebrating her birthday come the 14th. There is a lot of bunny birthdays this month, and I don't know if that has anything to do with the Easter holiday coming up and why most of the bunnies' birthdays are um, in March, but there are quite a few of them. The following week, March 15th, is Julian's birthday. March 16th is Doc's birthday, another bunny. The 17th is Sherry's birthday, or Cherry, depending on how you would say it. The 18th is Dom's birthday. The 19th is Merengue's birthday. The 20th is Hornsby's birthday. And the 21st is Elise's birthday. 
And I guess while I'm rambling on about birthdays, I might as well finish up the month. So on March 22nd, it's Paula's birthday. The 23rd is Axel's birthday. The 24th is Sky's birthday. The 25th, we celebrate two birthdays, Celia and Billy's. The 26th, we also celebrate two birthdays, Fauna's and Louie's. The 27th is Lolly's birthday. The 28th is Barbara's birthday. The 29th, we celebrate Biff's birthday, which I used to have Biff on my island, but he has moved out, so I'm not going to be able to celebrate his birthday. And the 30th, we have Felicity's birthday. And the 31st, we have Klaus's birthday. So if anybody I happen to interact with happened to get my uh, version of Biff, let me know, and I would not mind coming over and celebrating with them. So that covers the birthdays for this month, and in two days from recording this, it is March 10th, which is also known as Mario Day. M-A-R-1-0. Mario. So... Animal Crossing did a Mario item release. I don't know if any of you guys have picked up all of the items. The items are awesome. I have, I guess kind of like everybody right now, probably has a room or a section set up of all Nintendo-themed stuff, but I know I'm going to slowly transition that out. I just kind of wanted to get it all set up in there so I could see it and see what it does. But for the most part, I'm really, I'm really impressed with these Mario items. One of the items that adds a nice little twist, if you didn't know this, is the warp pipe. So you can take two pipes or more, and if you set one of them somewhere and one somewhere else, if you jump in one, you'll pop up in the other one. So you could place it in your house, you could place it wherever you want on your island, and when you jump in it, it'll pop up into the other location. Now, if you place more than two, it's random where you go. So you can kind of make some fun games with this. You could set up a whole island type of a thing where you pop in and pop out of pipes it could be pretty fun but it could be also hectic so if you want to use it for travel you're probably going to want to limit it to two because then you're guaranteed where you're going to end up the more you put out you just never know where you're going to end up but those items are pretty cool i've never seen anything like that in this game so it's kind of fun as of right now i have one of them just set up in the mario room in my house and then the other one i kind of hid behind resident services just because i didn't like the way it looked sitting out on the island but i might do something with that in the future but for now i could hop in the pipe down at resident services and pop into my house so if for some reason you're not too sure how to get the mario items there's two ways you could do it if you have the nook shopping app on your nook phone in the game you could go right to the nook shopping section and then when you open that up you're always going to want to scroll across the top so you click on special goods and then scroll with your r trigger and you're going to go over to the promotion motion items. Now usually the Animal Crossing Pocket Camp stuff is in there and that's if you had that po promotion unlocked. If not, then it would probably show up right now for all the Mario items. So there are quite a few items in there now and they all range in different prices. Like the one-up mushroom is 2000 bells, the block is 1000, the coin is 350, 1500 for a fire flower, floating block is 1000, gold pole 3500. Large mushroom platform is 3000 The pipe is 5000 So that one, I believe, is the most expensive one out of the whole set. Nope, I take that back. Actually, Princess Peach's crown is 12000 bells. And for the most part, then, some of the outfits are $6,000 for Princess Peach. So her stuff is the most expensive out of the outfits. And I don't see... Oh, yeah, Princess Peach shoes are 2400 So, yeah, her outfit's going to cost you the most. When you did do the update, you got the mushroom mural uh, wallpaper for free so that was a nice little touch and the Lakitu's cloud rug and Yoshi's egg rug are probably my two favorite things to put in the house they look really cool in there but if you don't have the nook shopping app on your nook phone you're going to head over to resident services and you're going to jump over to that atm looking machine and jump onto nook shopping and then you're going to go to it that way you'll do the same thing when you log into there you'll just click r and go over to the promotion item and one thing you're going to want to always make sure you do when you're either in there or on the Nook Shopping app, 
head over to the seasonal tab. That one changes often and the items are only there for a short period of time. Currently, while I'm recording this, there's a pie item that you could get. So if you scroll over to the seasonal item, when you're looking at the bottom, you could click X for the details and it gives you more information about what that item is. So right now you could purchase the pie for 314 bells, which is a good deal for a piece of food. And then if you click on the details for it, it'll bring up a sign that says event pie day on March 14th or 314. We honor the mathematical constant pi whose first digits are 3.14. In honor of pi and its critical importance to the math of circles, many choose to enjoy a circle of their own, a pi. So the other options you've got Y will swap it. So right now it'll just say pi and it has the 314 bells. Then if you push swap, it'll tell you the date that it's available until. So this piece is available until 314. And then if you push swap again, it'll tell you what the item is, what region it's for. So right now this one just says international. So those are your three options there. So currently that's the only item you could buy in there as a pie, but there were items in there the last week that were only there for a few days. So make sure you are always checking out your seasonal tab. So one of the other things I was trying to do to make the game not get as stale for me is trying to knock out some of these Nook Mile options. There's one that's been kind of plaguing me for a while. It's the Cast Master. That one you have to cast your line carefully if you want to reel in this reward. You'll need to nab a bunch of fish in a row without a single one getting away to earn these miles. Well, the last one you could get, you could get one for 10 in a row, 50 in a row, and then 100 in a row. So I was kind of trying to knock this one out, and I got all the way up to 56 fish in a row without making a mistake. And on the 57th one, something happened, and I bumped the button, and I lost the fish. So I have to start that goal all over again. And right now I'm currently just sitting at four, and I'm really dreading tackling this again. But I want to knock it out, so I need to catch 100 fish in a row without making a mistake. So that's something you guys could do. If you're looking for something else to do, head over to the Nook Mile section and just try to knock some of those out because we're coming up on a year. So you should have a pretty decent amount of those in there. I know as far as the collections go, most of them are filled out. I am not sure. No, I think the one for KK Slider is just attending events. I have all the KK Slider songs now, but I still need, let me see if I could pull it up here. Yes. So it's the KK Mania Nook Miles. KK supports our island with his groovy brand of folk rock. So we should support him. The more KK shows you attend, the more Nook Miles you can earn. I did miss a couple of them here and there throughout the year. So right now I'm currently sitting at 45. My next goal will reach at 60. And then I pretty sure the last one's probably a hundred, but right now I have three out of the five of those Nook Miles earned. I'm not sure if I mentioned this one on the last show or not, but one of the Nook Miles sections was blank for the longest time, and I could not figure out what it was, but it turns out it was the Rock Splitting Champ one, and I earned that one on January 31st. One of the things I was not sure why I, what I was doing wrong, but I was never able to get eight items out of a rock when I was hitting it, but that's what that Nook Mile is. It's the Rock Splitting Champ. It's if you hit a single rock eight times in a row and knock some things loose. But did you know that Rock Whacking is the activity that keeps on giving? Yes, yes, you're getting some Nook Miles now. So on January 31st, 2021, I was finally able to get eight items out of a rock. So what I was doing wrong was I wasn't positioning myself correctly and I would always throw the timing off. So the easiest way to do this, if you have a rock, you could set two items kind of on an angle but leave you space so you could stand there and then kind of corner yourself in there. And that way, when you hit the rock, you don't move back and then just hit it eight times in a row without making a mistake. And you will earn that Nook Mile. So now I'm going to cover the bugs and fish that you're able to catch in the month of March in the northern and southern hemisphere. So to give you an idea, I'm not going to cover everything because we're almost up on a year and I know I covered this stuff last year. But just for a reference, in the month of March, there's a total of 80 bugs in the northern hemisphere and 27 could be caught in March. Nine of them are new in March and one will leave after March. And then in the southern hemisphere, 51 can be caught in March of which nine of them are new and 18 are going to leave after March. So I'm not going to be covering all of them that are available. I'm just going to cover the ones that are new in the month of March for the Northern Hemisphere. For insects, you have the yellow butterfly, 
the tiger butterfly, the peacock butterfly, the mantis, the orchid mantis, the honeybee, the stink bug, the man-faced stink bug, and the ladybug. Then one of them that's leaving after March is over, it's the emperor butterfly. So one of the insects that's a little tricky to catch this month, it's the orchid mantis. So the way you can catch that, it's available from 8 a.m. until 5 p.m. You have to look for it on white flowers. That's where it'll be hanging out and just slowly walk up to it and hit it with your net. Now in the southern hemisphere, you have a lot of bugs that are new for the month of March as well. You have the common butterfly, yellow butterfly, monarch butterfly, the cricket, the bell cricket, the red dragonfly, the violin beetle, the pill bug, and the centipede. Then there are quite a few of them that are leaving after March is over, so make sure you have caught these and have them donated to your museum, because those are the tiger butterfly, the emperor butterfly, agrius butterfly, the raha brooks birdwing, the queen alexandra's birdwing, the atlas moth, the madagascan sunset moth, grasshopper, walker cicada, pond skater, diving beetle, giant water bug, the rosalia Batsy beetle, again, I, I always mess that one up, the earth-boring dung beetle, the goliath beetle, rainbow stag, the walking leaf, and the mosquito. And now we're going to cover the fish in the northern and southern hemisphere. So in New Horizons, there's a total of 80 fish, and in the northern hemisphere, 35 of them could be caught in the month of March, and six of them are new, and six are going to leave after March. And then in the southern hemisphere, 63 of them could be caught in March, eight are new, and 23 will be leaving after March. So for the Northern Hemisphere, the ones that are new in the month of March, I'm not going to cover all of them because there are tons, but the newer ones that you could catch are the tadpole, the loach, the cherry salmon, the char, the golden trout, and the barred knife jaw. The golden trout is one that I still have not found. Uh, I know where it's located. It's located up on the river in the clifftops, but I have not caught that one yet. So I'm stocking up on my bait and I'm going to try to tackle that one probably this week sometime. But then you have a few fish that are leaving after March in the northern hemisphere. That's the bitterling, the yellow perch, the stringfish, the sturgeon, the sea butterfly, and the football fish. And then in the southern hemisphere you have a few fish that are new for the month of March. You have the pike, the cherry salmon, the char, the golden trout, the salmon, the king salmon, the mitten crab, and the sturgeon. And there is a large list of fish that are leaving after March. Um, I will cover them now, but there are quite a few of them, so just buckle up. Here we go. You have the crawfish, the soft-shelled turtle, the sweetfish, the salmon, the king salmon, the nibblefish, the piranha, the arowana, dorado, gar, arapama, arapama, the saddled bircher, beecher, bicher, whatever, the clownfish, the surgeonfish, the butterflyfish, the pufferfish, the blue marlin, ocean sunfish, Saw shark, hammerhead shark, great white shark, the whale shark, and the suckerfish. And for the month of March, I might as well cover the deep sea creatures. So in the game of New Horizons, there's a total of 40 deep sea creatures that you could catch. In the northern hemisphere, 19 of them are available in March, 5 of them are new, and 1 leaves after March. And in the southern hemisphere, 27 of them can be caught in March, 5 of them are new, and 8 will be leaving after March. Again, I'm not going to cover the list of all of them that are available. I will just cover the ones that are new in the month of March. So in the Northern Hemisphere, the Turban Shell, the Chambered Nautilus, the Umbrella Octopus, the Firefly Squid, and the Spider Crab. Then leaving after March is the Red King Crab. Then in the Southern Hemisphere, again, not going to cover all of them that are available, but the ones that are new to you are the Oyster, the Turban Shell, the Chambered Nautilus, Umbrella Octopus, and the Sweet Shrimp. And then leaving after March... You have quite a few of those as well. It's the sea grapes, the sea urchin, the slate pencil urchin, the moon jellyfish, the gigas giant clam, tiger prawn, horseshoe crab, and the flatworm. Out of all of those, the gigas giant clam is one of my favorites. I love the way that looks. I like the sparkly look to it, and the coloring on that is awesome. 
All right, so before I completely get off of the insects and fish, one thing I do want to talk about for new players of the game is there's different locations where you can catch fish. Some fish are only available in certain locations. So there's a total of six different types of places where you could fish. So the places listed are rivers, rivers on a cliff, the pond, the river mouth, the sea, and the sea pier. So that means there's six different places where there's certain fish that only spawn in certain places. So the names of the locations, it's pretty self-explanatory what they are, but the pond, it's just a regular single uh, body of water. It doesn't flow. It's just regular stagnant water. It just sits there. You could create these later once you get the terraforming option, but for the most part, all the islands should have all of these locations. So the pond, it's just, like I said, a regular pond. You know what a pond looks like, but you have a river on the cliff. So that's any flowing river area up in the northern hemisphere, up towards the top northern hemisphere i'm sorry up towards the top of your island up in the northern section of the island up on the cliffs then the river is any flowing body of water that flows down towards the ocean then the river mouth that's right where the river spills into the ocean there's certain fish that you can only catch there the sea obviously is anything surrounding your island all of the ocean there and then there's certain fish which are only able to be caught on the pier from the sea so every island has a pier in one of the locations there so there's certain fish that you can only catch there and if you're standing around waiting for fish to appear I've actually never had any luck just going to the pier and seeing a body there in the water to catch. So I've always had to go with my fish bait and throw it out there. That's the only way I was able to get uh, fish to spawn there. But like I said, there's certain fish that are only available off of the pier and some of those other locations. So make sure if there is a fish that is eluding you and you're not sure what you're doing wrong, just make sure you're checking in the right location. Okay, now I'm going to talk a little bit about what's been happening on the island of Hollow Cove. I have some villagers that I know I didn't discuss before. We had some people move out and some people move in. So currently on the island of Hollow Cove, the residents are Rudy, Clyde, Dottie, Goldie, Marshall, Amelia, Cat, Barold, and those are the ones that have been there the longest. And then we have two newer ones, Camel Frog and Dizzy. So I actually just acquired Clyde's photo yesterday. So if he happens to ask to move out, I'm going to have to let him go. Um, there's a few of them that I need to have stick, sticking around, like Rudy and Barold. I can't let them go anywhere. I'm really fond of Dottie, Marshall, and Cat as well. But if Amelia wanted to head out or Goldie, I think it's about time that I let them go. Now, Camel Frog and Dizzy, I've been really pumping them up, giving them gifts every day. I kind of want to get their photos. And if Camel Frog asked to leave, I would have to let him go. But Dizzy, I'm really, I've, I've really come to like Dizzy. He's very cute. And I don't know, just the look that he gives on his face, like as he's walking around, he looks like he's always up to something, but you just can't tell what, but he's a good character. And that's the residents of Hollow Cove right now. And hopefully I'm going to be moving and shaking a few more of them this year, because that was one of my goals for this month. And this year is to get some of the Islanders moving. Next thing I want to talk about in the month of March is the upcoming Animal Crossing Sanrio Hello Kitty collaboration. So in North America, I know Target is the exclusive retailer right now, but there will be a set of cards, Sanrio Amiibo cards that are coming back, and that's the first time they're going to be available in North America, but the cards originally released back in 2016. But the Animal Crossing Sanrio Collaboration Pack contains six different amiibo cards that are inspired by Sanrio properties, including Hello Kitty, Little Twin Stars, and My Melody, and there's a few other ones. But each card will have a villager inspired by a Sanrio character, and it will have appropriately themed furniture. So in North America, the Animal Crossing Sanrio Collaboration Pack will have all six cards in the pack, and I believe it will retail for $5.99. But 
The cards are going to be available in the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, Australia, and other locations. But for North America, like I said, the Target is the retail location for that. I'm not sure where the other ones are throughout the world, but just keep an eye open. And with the cards, you're going to get six in the pack, and that's every card that's on there. I believe when they released originally, you only got a couple of cards in the pack and like a poster. But for this, it's going to be a one-time purchase. So I guess you could kind of think of it as a $5.99 investment for some DLC, but the things that you get with it are pretty cool. Some of the items are really neat. One of the carpets, if you take a close look, one of the one of the rugs, you'll see something quite interesting on there. All right, so one other thing I do want to talk about is the shamrock items. So for St. Patrick's Day, there's a few items that are going to be available, and they will be available from March 10th until March 17th. Oh, so one item will be available each day, and there will also be items available in the Able Sisters. So you could decorate for St. Patrick's Day. Some of the items look really cool. You can make yourself look like a little leprechaun, and there's some decorations, and then it looks like there is a beverage that you could partake in. So some of those items are awesome. So make sure you're picking them up as well. And it looks like they're only going to be available in Nook Shopping, one item a day. Like I said, I don't know if that's going to be a seasonal item in the shopping app. So we're going to have to wait two more days to find out. And then before I wrap up all of the Animal Crossing talk here and we talk about something non-Animal Crossing related, I do want to mention one other thing for new players and old players alike. There are items that you get in this game mailed to you from your mom. The mom items there are variations on these items, and not, I guess not a lot of people know this, but you can customize the items that she sends you to get any of the variations, because there are quite a few different ones, and some of the other ones are a lot better than the ones that I get. But all you have to do is take them to a workstation and customize them, and then you could get any variation on the items that you want. So that's another thing to look out for if you have an item. I always throw them in my pocket, and I, I'll load up my pocket with all different items, then go to my workstation and click Customize Item, and that way it'll tell you anything that's able to be customized. So I believe for now that's going to be all of the Animal Crossing-related stuff on this episode that I'm going to talk about a little bit non-Animal Crossing-related news. I do have a special guest coming in here, and we're going to talk just for a few minutes about something else we've been playing. But if you want to wrap it up with only hearing the Animal Crossing stuff, thank you guys for listening. Make sure you're following me on Instagram and Twitter. Both of those are at Brewster's Roost, and you can email the show Roost at gmail.com. So we're going to talk a little bit about some other games that I've been playing, and I have a special guest coming in. So stay tuned for that, and I'll be right back after this coffee break. This episode of Brewster's Roost is sponsored by Coffee and anyone that supports me over on Coffee and you, the listeners. So if you would like to head over to Coffee, it's ko-fi.com slash Brewster. You can make a small $3 donation, and any of that money goes to helping the show. And anybody that goes over there, there are also items that are available to be purchased, and you could also get some items over there for free. So why not check out my Coffee page located at ko-fi.com slash Brewster. Thank you if you head over there, and back to the show. All right, so now I have a special guest here with me. If you would like to introduce yourself, go ahead. Hi. Well, sorry. I just dropped the microphone there. So who am I talking to here? Max. All right. So, Max, we've been playing a couple of other games here since you haven't really been playing Animal Crossing too much, right? Yeah. How come? I don't know. Okay. So the last uh, couple of, uh, I'd say the last couple of weeks or so, we've been really getting back into Stardew Valley. You have, how many farms do you have going? Um, like 20. <laughs> you have so many farms going. Now, we've been actually um, playing some split screen on the Xbox. We have a farm going over there, and we've been having fun on there. We've been pretty much knocking a lot of stuff out over there, right? Yeah. What's been your favorite thing about doing the co-op farming? Um, I don't know. Maybe a glowing duck and getting food. Yeah, and like helping each other out. It makes it a lot easier with two people, right? Yeah. 
And then there's been a new game that we've been playing. Now, I only purchased it yesterday, and you've been playing for quite some time. You've been knocking it out pretty good here. You're leveling up a lot. So do you know the name of this game that you're playing? Um, Littlewood. Littlewood. So right now you're playing it on the Switch uh, on your Nintendo Switch. I don't have it on mine yet, so you're basically just playing it by yourself. I've been watching you play it, though, and it looks really fun. Um, do you enjoy playing this game? Yeah. What's your favorite thing about Littlewood? I don't know. Do you like the Do you like the way the game looks? Like, it's very sprite-based. It has that cutesy look to it. Yeah. And you just kept your town named Littlewood, so you didn't want to change the name of it or anything like yeah. that. But what what is your favorite thing that you've been doing so far on here? Like, do you enjoy like crafting? Are you more into building or farming, or what? Do you, what is what is your hook? Like, what's the thing that really has you interested in this game? I like everything. Yeah. So we're not going to talk too much about it because, like I said, this is an Animal Crossing podcast. But Littlewood is it's it's got us in its grasps, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's something that looks uh, like you're going to be playing for a while. Right now, you're just walking around crafting different recipes. You're trying to make different foods for people to buy. Yeah. And um, it looks fun. So I, I can't wait to get into it. I think I'm going to download it on my Switch. It is a single-player game, though, so we're not going to be able to play together. But we can help each other out with some of the stuff that we've figured out over the games, right? Yeah. All right. So do you have anything else you want to say about Stardew Valley or Littlewood? Not really. All right. So... That's going to cover it for the non-Animal Crossing related news. Um, yeah, Littlewood. It's out on Nintendo Switch in North America. I don't know about other locations, and it's also available on PC. It's a $15 purchase. We had some gold points, though, so we were able to knock his down to $10. So not sure how many gold points I have, but I'm going to look into that later. Probably going to download it on my Switch just for the portability aspect. I kind of think I want to do it on PC, but I might wait until I see that on a Steam sale or if it goes on sale somewhere else. But for now... That's going to do it for the non-Animal Crossing related news. If you stuck around for that, thanks for listening. And to anybody else that is listening, and if you're still around, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Brewster's Roost. And we will be back pretty soon. The one-year anniversary is coming up of Animal Crossing New Horizons, so I'm going to put out a special episode for that. So thank you guys for listening. Don't let that coffee cool too much. Thank you for listening to Brewster's Roost, an Animal Crossing podcast. Make sure that you are subscribed on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. And while you're there, please make sure that you rate and review the show. You can follow the show notes or see anything that I talked about on this episode by going to brewstersroost.blogspot.com. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter, both at Brewster's Roost. And you could also email me with any comments, questions, or suggestions at brewstersroost at gmail.com. And finally, if you want to turn the tables and buy me a cup of coffee, you can do so over at ko-fi.com brewster, where you can make a $3 donation to help support the show. Again, thank you so much for listening. Now don't let that cup of coffee cool too much. See you next time.